Welcome to Dream, Achieve, and Succeed. I hope everybody had an amazing week. I hope that everybody tuned in to last week's episode and they heard my conversation with Lance Samples, entrepreneur and digital marketer out in Ohio. We hit on a lot of different things in our conversation, things that I talk about regularly and things that are necessary, I believe, for you to be successful or as successful as you can be. And so today's episode, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. I'm going to pivot to something I think is really important for people to hear and for people to understand. And that topic is personal finance. And so before I start, I want everybody to understand that I am not a financial advisor and I'm not giving you financial or investing advice. I'm just more so trying to give you some tools and some fundamentals to really help you understand what you need to do in order to get your finances in order and to be able to really budget and understand your money and improve your financial situation. So I'll go into this by saying um, not too long ago, um, I honestly was not doing too well financially just in terms of my own personal finance and saving and investing and putting money aside. And so obviously, you know, I have a pretty good job. I have a well-paying job. I do real estate on the side. So that's amazing extra income that I really don't need. But I obviously it's useful. And so I really sat down and I looked and because things were getting tight, like I was spending so much money and I'm like, what am I doing that is I'm spending so much money? Like what's going on? And so I sat down and I just went through everything and, um, I really just analyzed like everything I was spending on and where my money was and what I had left over versus what I made. And I was like, man, I am being really, really like irresponsible and immature with my money. And so in the month of December, of course, because Christmas time and Christmas presents and everything else going on and um, I really just sat down and looked at the end right before the new year and I was like, okay, let me see what's going on because my credit card bill is, is way too high and I don't understand like what I was doing and I, and I sat down and I looked at it and I was just scratching my head like how can I be this dumb to let my finances go for months and not budget and not really put money aside and not just be smart enough to understand what's going on because for a while I was doing really well and then in 2018 I don't know what happened I just lost focus lost mentality after I purchased some properties and I just wasn't where I needed to be I was kind of living paycheck to paycheck not so much like as in I couldn't pay my bills but more so living paycheck to paycheck as in I would literally spend every dollar I had and then I would get paid again and I would spend every dollar I had and so that is just no way to live your life. That is no way to be responsible. And as an adult, I was just being extremely irresponsible. And I realized that I need to cut it out. And one of my goals in 2019 was to not only improve my credit score, which isn't really that bad. It's not a bad credit score at all. But my, the other goal was to really just build a really good savings. And my goal, or my at least my idea, my vision for starting in real estate was to collect side income to then build my savings so that I can invest it for later. And and what I mean by invest, I mean to actually invest it in real estate and to invest it in properties and to buy properties and to use different investment strategies, maybe even flip some houses. 
But then I started getting a couple checks and I started making some money from real estate. And I was like, man, I, I need to pay this off. I need to pay that off. And so going into 2019, it was like a day or two before 2019, I sat down and I looked over everything and I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I figured it out. I had listened to some podcasts over the past, the couple of days leading up to it. And one thing that really stuck to me because... I have ADHD, so I struggle with staying on task. I struggle with um, doing things over and over. And like once I get an idea and I say I'm going to do it, if I don't have something to remind me, if I don't have something to, you know, keep me going along the way and, and create little steps for me and little reminders for me, then I'm not going to be successful and I'm not going to accomplish what it is that I want to accomplish. And that's not something I'm used to because I, I usually accomplish things, but um, for things in my professional life, it's a little bit more difficult or just my personal life in general, especially with finances, because a lot of people, whether you have ADHD like me or not, you a lot of people impulse spend. And I was doing a lot of impulse spending just like, oh, I got it. So let me spend it. And then it was just it got to the point to where it was like, OK, I got it. But maybe I actually don't got it. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't get too far and I wasn't going too crazy, but I was still you know, spending way more money than I had than I had been making. Not way more, but more money than I had been making for a couple months. And it started to put me in a little bit of a hole. So what I did was I sat down and I created a Google Doc, a, a Google spreadsheet. And in this Google spreadsheet, you know, I have the Google spreadsheet app. So the way I, the reason why I did it this way is because I can. I literally pull out my phone as soon as I spent a dollar and put in how much money I spent on what category. And I built out my budget. I built my personal income um, for every month. I built, you know, a little extra space for extra income. I did. Um, and then I did all my bills. I did what I wanted to spend, what my goal was for spending. And I just really went down the list of everything that I wanted to do or everything that I wanted to spend. And even though I wasn't 100% uh, on my first month in terms of like, you know, predicting my spending and stuff like that, I was pretty close. And every single time I spent a dollar, every single time I did anything, I opened up my phone and I went to that category and I would put it in. And if I missed it, there was a couple of times where I would miss it for like two, three days. And then I would go back and sit down on my computer and be like, okay, I'm going to go through both of my accounts that I actually use to spend money on my credit card and my debit card. And I went through and I plugged in every single place for and added it up in each category. I had my projected on the left side. I had my actual spent actual what I actually spent on the middle. And then on the right hand side was the difference. And I automatically calculated it. And it was really easy um, just because I was able to, I mean, I, I took a lot of business classes and I took some a lot of math classes, so I really understand Excel and it was just easy for me to use. And anybody listening that understands Excel, um, this is a good thing to do. Um, but you don't always have to do it that way. But this is something that I definitely recommend is just tracking your spending every single time that you spend a dollar because it will get you in, on track. I mean, there are times where I would literally say to myself, Okay, I'm just going to go to Chick-fil-A and I'm going to get a lunch because it's quick and easy. I don't feel like cooking, even though I have food at the house, even though I have this and I have that. It's just quick and easy. And I really like Chick-fil-A and I'm just not in the mood to cook. And then I would pull out my phone and look at my remaining budget for dining out and I would see okay, maybe I don't really need a Chick-fil-A. Maybe I should just go home and cook and unthought of meat or do whatever it is that I got to do in order to cook dinner. And that's what I did. 
And because I was able to do that, I was so successful, so much more successful. And in fact, I, I, I swear to God, in one month, and just two paychecks, I caught up on all of my bills. I am fully caught up and I'm back on track and I'm back to the point to where I'm actually able to put away money and pay down debts and do things the right way and I'm getting back on track. And I mean, I am back on track. I'm not just getting back on track. I am back on track and I'm back to the point to where I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable. I'm good. I know how much I have coming in. I know how much I have going out. I know what I'm spending on every single time I spend money on things. And I know where, you know, I I have a little bit of wiggle room here or there, but at the same time, I pay myself first now. This is another topic that I want to talk about. This is something that Rich Dad Poor Dad talks about. There's a book called Profit First out there. I've never read it, but I've read reviews for it from it, and I've heard it um, about it from other people, and they all talk about it, and, and it's the same concept of you need to pay yourself first. As a matter of fact, I don't even pay the government first. I always pay myself first no matter what. One, I have a plan, a retirement plan that I obviously contribute to right away, and it's matching and it's Roth. So technically, I do pay my taxes on it first, but I'm contributing 5% of my money, of my paycheck every single month to this account, and I'm getting matched by it. So that's something that's really cool, and that's something that I encourage everybody to take advantage of is to max out your match contributions that you can use um, for whatever company or whatever organization that you're a part of. Additionally, though, before money even hits my account in my bank account, whenever I do get paid, I automatically put it aside. I put money aside in savings. I put money aside for my taxes because I don't pay taxes or I don't have my taxes withheld. I put them aside and I pay them at the end of the year because... I get paid more during the year and I take out less and I have more to use, all of that stuff. And that's that's not something that I'm telling you to do. That's just something that I do. Um, but putting money aside and, and you know, investing it in before you pay your bills is something that is a concept that you need to understand. No matter what your profession is, no matter you're, you know, a W-2 worker or you are self-employed or you're a business owner, it's something that you need to understand is that you need to pay yourself first. Because at the end of the day, when you pay other people, you're not going to have as much money left over for you. You put your money first and to put them out that you want to put aside. And then what that does is it allows you to then focus your budget and focus your time and focus your money around what you want to save so that you can get yourself to a point to where you are financially free. And if anything comes up to where it's a surprise to you or it's an emergency or it's just something unexpected, such as losing a job or having to pay for a surgery or just really anything in general, you need to have savings aside in order to be able to pay for it and take care of yourself and so that it gives you peace of mind and just a little bit of a nest nest egg and a safety net in case something goes wrong because life is unexpected and things happen all the time and it's something that you know you need to be prepared for so that whenever the time comes you're not in a bind or you're not struggling or you don't you know have your car repossessed or your house foreclosed on because you weren't you know, being diligent about the money that you were spending and the money that you were getting and the money that you were saving and all of these different things. So honestly, um, 
I'm a super hard-headed person. Like, I'm the type where I'm like, you know, I'm smart enough to figure this out because, you know, a lot of other people figured it out, so I'm just going to figure it out. And so I learned a lot about finances and investing and things like that um, when I was in college because I invested in some magazines, um, and I, I just read them, you know, from cover to cover from, you know, every single page. I, I could tell you literally not right now, but I w- during the time I was able to tell you, you know, the the best performing mutual funds, the best performing index stocks, or index funds, and all of these different things. I could tell you all the different stats and what they mean, and PE ratios, and I mean just really everything um, about investing in stocks and index funds. I could tell you. I could literally give you. I could. I still have the strategy memorized, but I have a strategy that I used to use um, that really helped me. Uh, perform really well in my portfolio that I had. Um, but the point of me saying this is that, you know, I don't expect everybody to dedicate as much time and effort and and everything into learning about, you know, the technical stuff about stocks and money and, and savings and stuff like that. But one thing that I do recommend is to one, sit down and at least have a general budget, you know, have a budget of how much you want to save, how much you definitely start off with how much you make, how much you want to save, um, how much uh, you pay for, you know, obviously all of your fixed bills, your fixed expenses that you have each and every single month. <clears throat> and then the next thing I would say is to really just see how, you know, your plan has fared against the past few months before your plan. And then I would say from there, you know, schedule a, schedule an appointment with a financial advisor to speak about your different options because your financial advisor will actually be able to help you to a, a really, really high extent and to the point to where, you know, you're not struggling and, and you don't really have to figure this out on your own. They can figure it out for you because it's their job. There are a number of financial advisors out there that really, really do care and really do want to help. And I encourage everybody to do it. Um, I have a few financial advisors that I know. One I'm really good friends with, Nick Subic. Shout out to him if he listens to this. Um, he's a really smart guy, really smart when it comes to money. And if you're in the Western Pennsylvania or Pittsburgh area, I really encourage that you reach out to him um, or just anyone in general. You know, it's the internet. So, or this is the age of the internet. So it's, it's 2019. Um, you know, you can literally buy a house without ever seeing it in person nowadays whereas before you know it's almost impossible to do and so um you know there's just so many different things you can do over the internet so even if you're you know out of state and you know somebody back in your hometown or you know just anything you see someone you trust or come across somebody on the internet that you know everything checks out and obviously they're legit that you want to work with it because you trust them you know, I encourage you to just find a financial advisor that you're comfortable with and then go ahead and actually use them and listen to them and make a plan with them and invest with them because they're going to make you so much more money in your lifetime than you ever could by investing on your own. I mean, unless you just get lucky, but nine times out of 10 or odds are, you know, you are going to make more money with a financial advisor. So that's my advice to you all. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope you take my advice. I hope you sit down, look over your finances, look over your finances with your uh with your significant other sit down you know once a week and look everything look everything over have it a money date or, or whatever it is that you want to call it and you know get yourself financially right so that you can do everything it, that it is that you want to do in the future so that whenever something happens you're good and so that you can invest and literally retire a millionaire because i promise you you can retire a millionaire
you can retire a millionaire. I promise you that. And, you know, in 20 to 30 years. So, so thank you all for listening to me. I do appreciate everybody who continues to listen, everybody that continues to download. I ask to please spread the word for this podcast. If you find a piece of it valuable, if you don't think it's valuable, then don't say a word. But I, pr- I ask that you please spread the word for this podcast. Put it out there for your friends and your family members who may need some help in any situation in any of my my episodes. It doesn't have to be this. It could be about a different topic. And of course, if you like this or if you don't like it, whatever, you know, you want to tell me that I suck. That's fine. I ask that you review and subscribe and rate this show because that's how this grows. That's how it gets more notoriety. That's how, you know, more people find out about it. So thank you and have a great day. Trapped and he can't change it. No, he a genius, he just can't claim it. Cause they left him no platforms to explain it.